0: all righty hello welcome to board and browsing my name's danny james rothenberg close and i'm here with my co-hosts samson and sean howdy hi so i will say you're kind of close well do you know why they call me danny it's because my full name's daniel and it's easier and shorter <laughs> to just say
1: danny yeah, that's true that is typically how nicknames work yeah he's right about that <laughs> shit maybe he really is danny yeah i you didn't get my middle name right i will say you were very close my middle name is isaac not james wow yeah what is that the same number of letters is it? Actually, yeah. No, it's not. Oh, no, it Isaac I Isaac is 5.
2: Oh, it depends if you spell it with two A's. Some people spell it with two A's. Isaac with two A's is still
1: spelled It's I-S-A-A-C. I S A C. Oh, yep, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's either two S's or two A's. It's not both. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, now that we've gone into the complexities of my ma- my name, hello, I am Danny, I am your host, I'm joined by Samson and Sean, this is Bored and Browsing, we talk about dumb shit that we've been watching and give our honest recommendations, I feel like we don't announce like what the show is as much as we could
2: mm. Not really, we've been doing it so long now yeah. yeah. Which today I want to talk about Decepticons
1: Yeah, we we also talk about news that's going on in our segment that we mm-hmm, like to call mm-hmm. renews and redo. So the way this works is I talk about some news, I bring it up to the boys. And I think what we're gonna be trying to do and continuing on with this, because we started mm-hmm, last week mm-hmm. and Sean and I really enjoyed this. It was good. Where you, Samson, you are only allowed to respond to the bit of news in ten words or less. If oh. we wind up wanting to do a further discussion of it, we can. Otherwise, you can only use ten words to tell me how you're feeling initially after I give you the bit of news. And I just get a grunt. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so you ready to ready to rumble with that one? hmm Cool. So there are two new South Park movies, and I use movies in quotations because it's gonna be the specials, like the forty-five minute specials. Those are gonna air before the end of 2021. I feel happy about that. That isn't
2: much more time. I wonder when they out.
1: No word onto the exact time, but as soon as I know, I will let you. Was that also ten words? I don't know. I like I liked the two specials that came out so far. I'm I'm a little intrigued at how quickly. It might be because of the deal that they signed pretty recently with Paramount, where they're just trying to get them oh. off HBO. Because I'm pretty sure these are still contracted to HBO for the rest of the year. Mm, that yeah. makes sense. But anyways, let's continue on. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. You guys remember those movie that movie series? Yeah? Mm-hmm. But of course. So it's coming back with an animated series, and it's got the same voice cast from what I can tell.
2: Really? Even though it's been like more than five
1: years. Yeah. Samson, what are your ten words? Oh, I guess. I guess they're. Oh fuck. Uh, oops. That actually was ten words, Sean. You got it perfectly. Yeah, it worked. Uh huh.
0: I've always hated Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Really. Books too. Yes.
1: Why? What? What about it? Made really. you hate it.
0: My friend really liked them, and my friend kind of pissed me off with how into it he was. <laughs> and he lent it to me, and I was like, "This is fine." <laughs> you sound like a
2: Rowley. <laughs>
1: tag yourself I'm I'm Fregly I'm Manny <laughs> I want to be Roderick actually there is nothing more cursed
0: than the goddamn uh, What what's the main character's name Greg yeah Greg balloon that floats down during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade oh my god I hate it I hate <laughs> it I got to google that real quick I don't remember that like the size of a skyscraper just
1: flying down the street I hate it I hate it so much yeah, it's it's very creepy. Actually, my mom used to work close enough that we could see the Macy's Day Parade from her apartment or from her office building. So we would go in to actually look at it. And it was really cool seeing them up close. I'm glad I wasn't there for the Diary of a Wimpy Kid age because I feel oh, like I wouldn't no. have enjoyed that. Yeah, big that's
2: wind. that's weird. Yeah, that's not something that's supposed to be in 3D like that. <laughs> that that
1: does not translate at all. Let's continue on with the news. So Reservation Dogs, which is a brand new series by Taika Waititi, it's only got like four episodes out. I've been meaning to Mm. check it out, haven't gotten around to it yet, already confirmed for a second season.
0: Sick. I didn't know Taika Waititi was involved in that.
2: Taika Waititi sure is cool. I like his shows a lot.
1: Yeah. I've heard this show is very tasteful. I've heard it, it does a good job of sort of touching on indigenous people. Could be really interesting to watch. I think I'm going to give it a look pretty soon, and we'll let you know my thoughts.
2: It's not related at all to Reservoir
1: Dogs? Uh, no. Because I got I got briefly confused before I realized what we were talking about. I did when I first heard the title, too, and then I realized how wildly different. It's Reservation. And, and that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole lot more sense. And then my last bit of news, which actually ties into something I watched this week, Venom 2... is going to be pushed forward after being delayed and is now coming out October
2: 1st. You you know why? What my theory... I'm going over 10 for this one because I have a theory about that. Yeah, go for it. So I I think that they just literally cut out every scene of violence, stitched it together, and are like, all right, movie's done. It's PG-13 now. And that's that's what we're about to get, mm-hmm. like a really chopped up all the fight scenes. Like when you, you think so, it'd be like when you watch a video game movie and the characters are like, looks like we're going to have to fight. And then it just cuts to the uh, scene after because the, the person who uploaded it to YouTube only uploaded the cut scenes. And, and that's that's what it's going to be like. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so angry.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were talking last week about how the rating for it is confirmed for PG-13, which is a shame. Because, you know, it is carnage. Like, you want to see some graphic things. You might be on to something here, Sean. You might be speaking the truth about what's going on with Venom. I also want to mm-hmm. say, also
0: going to go over 10 words. Yeah, go for it. I didn't see Venom. I had no interest in watching the original Venom. I, I love Spider-Man. Venom! And I thought it would have been Venom. fun. But the reception to the first one completely turned me off to it. I actually, when I saw the trailers for this one, I was like maybe I should go back and watch the first one so I can be ready for this one, and I might go see this one in theaters even. And then I saw it was PG-13, and now I'm not going to go back and watch the first Venom, and I'm definitely not going to watch this one.
1: And I think that's the consensus around a lot of people who are very invested in comics and very interested in the characters. I mean, it is interesting to know, though, that like the first movie wasn't rated R either, and it wasn't the greatest it has some moments in it, which I will touch on in a, in a few seconds, because I did actually rewatch Venom yesterday. Oh, but I, I think, like, th- it's not that Marvel can't do R-rated movies, as it's been proven with Logan and Deadpool. It's just a question of whether or not they're willing to. Because when you take a movie like Venom, which is theoretically going to bring in a lot of people to the theater who haven't been, you know, back in paying for theater, like paying for movie tickets in what, like a year, a year and a half? You want to make the audience as accessible as possible. Granted, it's going to be a better movie if it's rated R and it's going to be more enjoyable for a smaller population. But if you really want to maximize profits and you haven't been getting a lot of people going to the theater in a while, I feel like PG-13 is the reason why you would do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's got to be it because there's no other logical like you don't the, the carnage story does not get better somehow by reigning in the violence. Like, there's, there's plenty of movies out there that you can say, like, a focus on maybe, like, characters and something other than just graphic action scenes would help the movie be better. Yeah, Carnage isn't one of those. It's, it's just not. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I had something else to say about it, but I've, I've since forgotten what it was. It was something about the first Venom movie.
1: Well, let's transition into it. I rewatched Venom, as I keep hinting to. Woo. And I want to say that, like, this movie isn't as bad as I remember it being. I think it's really fun for like a third of it where he first gets infected with the symbiote and the two of them are slightly like wrestling for control and he's, he's hearing voices and he like go like Tom Hardy does a great job during that scene where he just goes into his house and starts eating like frozen tater tots straight out of the bag. And then like eats raw chicken from the garbage can. Like he's going nuts. And then there's a whole scene where he like jumps into a lobster tank and eats a live lobster. Like that's fun. And Venom just like making fun of him. Like, like that's really well done. I like their back and forth banter. There's just not enough of it in the movie. Like the whole ending act, horrible. Really, really bad. Painful to watch, genuinely. It's so, like, it's so it hurts. painful. And the the beginning of the movie starts off a bit slow. Like you want to get to Venom a bit sooner. And I get, like, I get it. It's a origin movie. It's sort of like the introduction of this character because the last time we saw it, he was on, um, oh God, what, what's, what's the actor's name who was in that seventy show? Oh, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Like the last time <laughs> you see Gabby Venom Jr. was Topher Grace. So I understand why they want to do it, and it, it's like it can work, and I think it has the potential to work. But there's so many things holding it back that, like. Unless you really like Venom, I wouldn't, watch, like, I wouldn't watch the movie.
2: So this is, I guess this is my question. It's perceivable that at some point one of us will watch this movie at some point. Maybe not in theaters, but at some point in our lives, probably a decent chance that one of us sees Carnage. We watch a mm-hmm. lot of movies. When do you think is the one time that they're going to say fuck in that
0: movie? Because they get one. They get one if it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Is that how that works? What about other curse words? You can pretty much. I think you can use most things other than like. I'm trying to think. Like, there are definitely words that you can't use. Like, I don't. I would think this. The c word probably.
2: Yeah. Most racial slurs probably. I would off agree. With actually, that. not yeah, true. Off the docket. Not
0: true. I've seen. I've seen. Yeah. Uh-oh, not really? true. I, maybe it depends on context, but I've definitely seen pretty nasty racial slurs in PG thirteen movies. I mean, like, what movies are you watching? Yeah, <laughs> man, the Cinderella
2: remake was way different than I remember.
0: <laughs> Malibu's Most Wanted has one, probably like, because I think about movies like, mm, there's no way that there's not racial slurs in like The Help or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, because it's contextualized. Mm. I don't but that know, might but be like, because
2: it's rather like it's yeah yeah i, I don't like know the historical thing um, know, that's a good that's a good like, point i hadn't thought about yeah, there's that
0: there's definitely words you you can't say i mean like there are definitely worse words than than fuck but like but
2: anyway i think it's going to be when venom drops some eggs while making breakfast in the one scene that we
1: saw <laughs> oh fuck eddie brock we need more eggs that's a good that's a good guess i, I don't know you, you bring up a good point like they can only use it once it's got to be impactful like, they, they have to make this a standout moment. Like when eggs are dropped. I think it's going to be when he realizes that Woody Harrelson escapes and that he actually has to continue with the story. And he's just going to be like, it's just going to be Tom Hardy, like, looking over a piece of paper. And it's actually the script. And he's just going, fuck. It's behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's behind the scenes footage that got into the movie. That's what I think it'll be. Oh, oh God.
2: Samson, what about you? Where do you think
1: uh, Venom's going to say the frick word? Are we censoring ourselves now? Yeah, well, we only get one used to. Otherwise, it's a rated R podcast. Oh, shit. All right, we used it up. I think
0: Joe Rogan's going to appear in the movie as himself. And even Venom is like, this is too much for me. Whoa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Venom's going to go, fuck Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> I don't listen oh, to your man. podcast. We never talked about the the two things. One, the Joe Rogan taking horse dewormer oh, my God. to cure COVID. And then the second was... um. Fucking James Corden and, and his uh his tiny little dick bouncing around for the Cinderella uh, no. movie promotion. Yeah, the the James Corden in a rat costume oh, running geez. around. Or a mouse, that I don't was remember which he was. That was really rough. Like you could see the full yeah. outline of his penis. And what
2: what gets me is like you can feel that. <laughs> for those in our audience who don't have that kind of genital, you can like you know when that's happening. That's not something yeah. that happens accidentally. There's a lot of nerves, you know, down there. So you know what's happening. So he, that was a conscious choice by him. He, <laughs> the, like each thrust, each additional thrust, he knew what he was getting into and was like, "This is cool. This is what I'm doing on this like Saturday or whatever." Which also just, yeah. I hate that kind of, of movie promotion. Like just a flash mob is okay, but maybe not in the streets, like literally and it's a busy street in front of traffic. near
1: a hospital oh my god like there's uh, a lot of things that could have gone wrong that didn't and they have to be very fortunate that they're not going to get sued for that
2: and for a remake of cinderella for like the 19th remake of cinderella or whatever yeah, the i hell didn't even is. know
1: that was coming out You're neither not? did
2: i and i'm not gonna watch it
1: like no <laughs> there have been so many there have been so oh, many yeah samson are you dying to see it uh, all right right
2: now samson odds are that you see the new cinderella movie in theaters.
0: Uh, no, definitely not in theaters. That's not even... Okay, not then even you theaters. just watch it in general. It's on Amazon Prime. So what are the odds? Odds are... One and two. Oh. Three, two,
1: one. Two. One. Oh.
2: Uh. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to wait until you're in the living room, idiot. <laughs> and I'll just go into my room. I'll just go to my room. And then I'll just pause. In there. We didn't give a timeline. I'm just going to pause. All right, cool. Who wants to talk about what they've been watching?
0: Oh, I... Samson, you weren't here. Go yeah. for it. I would like to... Um. On my birthday, when you guys recorded the last episode, I went and to the movies for the first time since before COVID and saw Candyman, and uh, I really liked it. It's not a perfect movie or anything, but it was fun, and I think if you like the original Candyman and if you like Jordan Peele, I think you'll probably like it because Jordan Peele was one of the three people that worked on the script and although he did not direct it he produced it and stuff Uh, so he has had a heavy hand in it and i think it's like a really solid continuation of the story i wouldn't say it's like really scary or anything there are a couple of good eerie moments but i didn't find it nothing really had a lasting impact on me in terms of like the horror but i thought it was just like a it's like a fun scary movie and it definitely had some interesting things to say and the acting was really good i i think at points some of the dialogue was weird but i mean it's a horror movie i'm not watching a horror movie for superb dialogue you know like it doesn't need to be oscar level dialogue for me to enjoy it i think just like especially after watching like us and like uh, get out you know i i, I like i my the, my bar uh, my expectations for jordan peele are so high and i feel like this is probably my least favorite of the three he's written of those three that he's written but okay. it's that was actually yeah. gonna be
1: my question like where you would rank it compared but to the other i
0: still really like it and if you like candy man in general i think you're going to like this movie it's a great continuation of the Candyman franchise
2: i'm i'm curious that since you're saying that this is uh, your least favorite of the three that jordan peele's done i wonder if it's because it was an existing property already and so it wasn't just kind of going and doing more or less exactly what he wanted this
0: one more just felt it just felt less original and not because it used an existing you know franchise it just felt like a little bit more derivative all the way down you know what i'm saying like it just like it felt more like hmm. a i i've heard this story before it, you know like it, it like the beats all well, were kind of, what <laughs> <laughs> i said well, well i mean like <laughs> it's not supposed to be like this I, I mean i'm not saying that in terms of like candy i think they're they're pretty different movies this in the original especially turn in terms of like Tone and like aesthetic, I think they're very different. I'm what I'm saying is this feels more like a generic horror movie than the other Jordan Peele movies. Like, us is really unique, and I think Get Out is a lot of things we've seen before, but is also very unique in execution and story, you know, especially in story. Where this just felt not super original in a lot of ways. Not to say that I didn't like it, I thought it was really solid, and I thought, again, a lot of aspects of it were really fun and fantastic, but. I mean, it's definitely just felt the most, you know, unoriginal of, of everything he's written so far. Not, and that's not to say it's bad or that I didn't like it, because I did like it, and I didn't think it was bad. Yeah,
1: no, I get, I get what you mean there. But, like, I
0: don't think that this is going to be, like, a timeless classic. I, I think that this will probably
1: be, you know, it'll probably fade away in several years. So here's the, here's the thing I'm actually thinking about when I, I you know, think about Jordan Peele. My belief as to why everything has been slightly worse since Get Out is because of how much Get Out stood out from the the kind of content he was making beforehand. Mm. So he was doing comedy. He was doing Key and Peele. He was known as a comedian. And then the first movie that, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure this is the first movie he wrote and directed was Get Out. Mm-hmm. I think so. And it was horror. And it was dramatic horror. And it was such a unique... Tale of horror that I think everything in comparison has just been falling short because of how high the bar was set because of how unexpected it was. I think if get out wasn't as committed to the story or if he had like started his directorial stuff with maybe more comedy or something like in between the two. People wouldn't be talking about these movies and being like, oh, it's not as good as the other stuff he that's, made, that's but it's fair. still pretty good. I think that's the big reason. I think that's why he's held to a different standard for his movies. I do
0: want to say, though, I think that, personally, I liked Us more than Get Out, and I thought Us was a better horror movie. I thought Get Out was a really solid like, social commentary horror, but like, in terms of like being scary and just like really fun to watch and memorable... I would definitely go with us. I feel like a lot more of that movie stuck with me than uh, Get Out.
1: That's the word I was thinking yeah. of. Social commentary. Yeah, I couldn't but, think like, of the word. I think that's the thing, though. Is like <laughs> that's actually two words.
0: Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut up. Um, but <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sean. I love you.
1: I Love you, Sean. <laughs> no.
0: I think that, like, I think the thing is too. I think us got put under an unfair. Score. I, I, I disagree, but I agree at the same time because I, I think that, like, because I mean, not in the <laughs> sense that, like. I think it's a preference thing. Where I, you're right. I think us got even kind of harshly judged because of Get Out. I personally did not feel the same way about Get Out as a lot of other people did. Again, I thought really, really great social commentary. But like, as a horror movie, it's like fine. Whereas I really was like, Us mm-hmm. is just such a good like that. That could be a classic horror movie. Like, I mean, I, I see that being a classic more than. Than us, just for the scares and the memorable scenes um, and images yeah. and like all of it, uh, and and you're right. I I do think that that movie got unfairly compared to Get Out, and a lot of people were talking about how disappointing it was compared to Get Out. Where I and I don't think that that was fair. Well, I think the big
2: takeaway that we should all have is that none of these movies are as good as Paw Patrol in terms yep. of horror or general yep. direction.
1: Yep, um, I was literally thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. The
2: Paw Patrol movie just blows it out of the water.
1: Yeah. That's that's uh, you you always know exactly what to say, Sean. It's
2: true. I mean, it's just it's it's unfair because the the challenges faced by a team of rescue dogs is it just it, it can't you can't match it.
1: Mhm. Is that what you've been watching?
2: I wish, no, no. I mean, there's, <laughs> it's, it's on my mind because the Paw Patrol movie, like uh, commercials, are, they're like on the subway right now. Oh, nice. And I'm just like, it's, it's on my mind. Like Paw Patrol's on my freaking mind.
1: Well, hey, you get that Paramount Plus
2: subscription, you can go check it out. True. Oh, and, and by the way, Coco Melon as a show. Are, are you, either of you familiar with Coco Melon? Ever heard of it before? Know what it is? Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I worked at a preschool. I know what cocoa melon is. Because
2: like all every middle schooler I've met, from like the least mature to the most mature, is like, yeah, cocoa melon slaps. And I'm like, I don't even. I'm so confused. We're getting too old.
0: So is it the best thing you've ever seen, Samson? No, it's it's top tier. My least of my least favorite children's content. Wow. Like, but not. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Look up Choo Choo TV. And it is my least favorite thing.
1: <laughs> is that all trains?
0: It's C H U C H U, and oh, interesting! I don't think I've ever hated anything as much in my whole. It's so bad. It's so brutal.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, this is awful. It's like nursery rhymes and weird CGI yeah. animation. T- like, it's the stuff of nightmares that if you're not currently watching it as a child, you're going to yeah. be freaked out Ooh, by. Ooh,
2: yeah, look at There's that. There's a version oh, of Wheels on rough. the Bus it's when they were rough. still
0: doing, like, 2D animation. and <gasps> Oh, it's Johnny, Johnny, yeah. Yes, Papa. Uh I've heard that yes, song so Johnny, many times. Johnny, Johnny, oh
2: my God. Yes, Papa. Anyway, so what I actually watched, uh, I haven't yeah. watched much because, you know, on... on Thursday, there was a major flooding incident across the tri-state
1: area. Yeah, how is your apartment doing?
0: Uh, it's, it's like, okay now. Yeah, our roommate Paul's uh, room flooded, and they still haven't tried to fix it. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, it's, there's
2: nothing wrong with the situation right now, other than I kind of feel like it would happen again, but worse if it rained again. So that's... bad. But, you know, point being, I I hadn't gotten to watch that much, but earlier... Over a week ago when Daniel was here, uh, we all watched a
1: movie. That's true. And that's 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 the most recent like full-length film that I've seen. Yeah, that one that we watched is called The Losers. I have seen it before. Watching it again with you guys made me realize like how slow of a movie it is. Like I remember it being much more heavy action, fun comedy, and I did not enjoy it as much this time.
0: Halfway through, I got major déjà vu. And then realized that I had seen that movie in theaters when I was, like, 13 years old. And I had completely forgot about the existence of that movie or yeah. having seen it. It
1: feels like a movie you see with the boys.
0: It's, yeah.
1: No, it
2: was, um, uh, yeah, for, an, like, an action comedy, you're right, Danny. It
1: slowed down a lot mm-hmm. at, at a lot yeah. of different places. For reasons but that's that not I to don't say really that, understand. like, the action wasn't good. Like, when it was doing action, I thought it was really fun. Oh, the action was fun. It's just, yeah, it took a long time to get from point A to point B, especially the helicopter part. That was really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. It starts off really strong,
2: too. It it, it honestly does. Like, that's it's a, it's a pretty good hook for a movie, but then there's just a lot of times in the middle where they're all just in a room together being like,
1: yeah. Here's what we're gonna do next. It's <laughs> like, I'm gonna, yeah. And it it like, falls under the oceans problem. Mm, if you've ever seen like an oceans it. movie, there's a lot of scenes where it's just the guys talking, which kind of works because you have Matt Damon, George Clooney, and Brad Pitt as a trio kind of carrying. Let's not the forget about film. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's accent takes away from his performance, but I I think I think it does fall under that issue. I, it also. I feel like we always forget to do this. If you don't know what the losers are, it is based on a comic book where these like top trained CIA guys, they're turned against by the government. And instead of like, you you know, going back home and being murdered, they decide that they're going to take down the person who went after them and sort of ruin their lives. And it's just, it's a blend of action. It's a blend of comedy. It's got Chris Evans before he bulked up for, um, Captain America. It's got, uh, I think, it's got Idris Elba in it, but he also looks slightly different. It's right. It does. It's got I've Zoe Saldana, that. and other than that, it's a pretty low-tame cast.
2: Honestly, it had one of my favorite villain scenes of of like any kind of action comedy movie, where you know, at one point, the big bad has all these scientists lined up and is like, "Tell me the something or other," and they're like, oh, yeah. "No." And then he nods to one of his henchmen who throws the scientist off the building. And he's like, well, what? Why did you do that? That's not what the nod means. The nod (laughs) means, like, punch him in the face or something. I can't get any information out of him now. You (laughs) killed him. And the guy was like, "Uh, sorry, boss. I won't do it again. I thought the nod meant, like, you know, kick him over the edge. And he was like, no, why would it ever be that? Why would that be where we start? And I I just thought, I was like, you know what? That's, That's a fun little... Mm-hmm. That's, that's something that goes undiscussed a lot in action movies where the villain will just be like, you know, henchmen, take care of them. And it's like, well, if they haven't had a discussion beforehand about what that means, how are they going to be on the same page every time? They're just not. exactly. It's like when I say Samson helped me out and he kisses me on the mouth. And I'm like, no, I just wanted to take the garbage downstairs.
1: This is the reason I came up with a series that I'm working on right now, which is HR for villains. Ooh. Ooh. And I think, I think it's something we desperately need in a, in a TV series is, is just because there there's too many times where the henchmen don't cooperate or work in the right way as the villains need. And I think we need a mediator yeah, for th- that type. You
2: think just one group conversation about how you should attack the person at the same time would mm-hmm. go a long way. Similarly, if there's a red
1: barrel, don't stand next to it. You know, just, it's not, not where you want to be. Agreed. So I want to talk about a show that I watch, and I think you guys should check out. And it's called Only Murders in the Building. Mm. So this mm. is a brand new comedy series with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez has actually turned into a very good actress. I, I'm I'm pretty impressed with her performance in this TV series. The whole premise is that the three of them are super into murder podcasts. And they kind of, they discover that someone in their building was murdered and they want to do their own investigating of it because they're kind of curious about it. And you slowly start learning more about what their connection to the different characters that they meet and the different people and whether or not they know what's going on or or as they're trying to figure out the murder what type of interactions they're actually having with the deceased and it's super interesting because it's like just the blank premise three people that happen to get together because someone died in their building and the way they're investigating and the way the comedy is kind of told while it's not the most laugh out loud funny is still really (laughs) enjoyable to watch
0: and Martin Short and Stephen steve martin have like really really great like chemistry i feel like they always have uh they do like you know they've done like stand-up tours together and stuff they just have really really great chemistry so i'm really happy that they're together and i feel like selena gomez is like i i have nothing against her i liked wizards of waverly place as a kid and you know I, i feel like she can definitely hold her own in a comedic setting like i mean
1: but it's more serious her role, so I agree with you about being able to hold her own in a comedic setting, mm-hmm. but her character is more deadpan and serious than anything she's been in before. Hmm. And then again, right. I haven't seen like a lot of things yeah. that she's been in recently, so maybe this is her dynamic shift. But like, it's not to say that she was bad in Wizards of Waverly Place. This is just an entirely yeah, different I don't, style. I mean,
0: she was also like a teenager. I don't think she was the best actress. I, I like, yeah. but my thing is, like, I, I would be interested to see what she's like now because I feel like at the very least she'd be pretty neutral it worst case scenario i don't think she'd be bad so i think that that would that's kind of a fun pick because i feel like if anything i'd just be pleasantly surprised by how good she is i can see the headline
2: now on tmz samson martin says selena gomez doesn't have what it takes (laughs) says downhill career from wizards of waverly place this just
1: in samson martin critiques a tv show find out more at seven
2: Samson would get a lot of hate mail, it would be really, really good for the
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, like it's only three episodes in, and it's the number one streamed comedy release on Hulu of all time. Really? Okay. Yeah, like that many people tuned in for the release of it. It's got new episodes every Tuesday. I really think it's worth checking out. I don't know how it's going to hold up as it goes through all the way, but I know that with the first three episodes, I had a really good time. I do want to watch this, but when you said Hulu a part I know, of me just went guys. guys no. dude, dude dude i know i know how you feel but i feel like this is at least worth trying even though it's on hulu and and i think i think it's just that samson infected
2: me honestly like i didn't used to care that much about hulu but then he
0: was not think, wrong though i honestly have that effect on people <laughs> I make people hate things that they once liked or were neutral towards. You're like a cult leader. Yeah. That's why we do the podcast. The exactly. hate on things we were neutral towards. Woohoo! But my love of things never rubs off on people. It's just the hate. <laughs> well, I mean, the things you
1: love. I'll leave it there. Yeah, We'll we'll leave it there. But Samson, why don't you talk about something you've been watching?
0: So I, the other day decided that I had watched iCarly too many times and that I was going to start the new reboot. And I am three... I think I'm actually four episodes in now. And you know what? It's, like, fine. Like, I have nothing bad to say about it, but I don't think I have anything truly great to say about it either. It is... uh, It's fun. I like it because it's more iCarly. But I would say that the writing is somehow lazier feeling than even the original series and it's one of those things where like i wasn't a huge fan of sam but like you kind of like with watching it without sam makes me realize how much they needed sam
1: or a character like sam yeah yeah
0: bam to replace her i don't mind the the new friend they gave carly harper yeah harper i don't mind harper but harper doesn't have like that strong of a personality other than just being like yeah. It's just like everyone being, wants to sleep with me. Yeah. It's just like really Harper's just really enthusiastic and like supposed to just be like the hot friend and like it's fine. I it's just I, I like there's not a whole lot of like you know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. there's not a whole lot of uh storylines or conflict that come from that versus like sam was so aggressive and unlikable a lot of the time that like it created a lot of conflict and good stories the best one i feel like some of the best episodes are the ones where her and freddie are butting heads and then they butt more than heads oh Uh -oh. wow wow. (laughs) get ready because it's samson's top three most unrealistic things about the new let's go the best part of the podcast one why does spencer not have any friends his age (laughs) <laughs> He's like 40 and hanging around with 20-year-olds. He's not that weird. He's not that unlikable. I don't understand how he has no friends. It doesn't
1: make sense. What happened to Socko? Didn't he mention something about T-Bone being being his friend, the, uh, the smoothie guy? Maybe. But where are they all? Where'd That's they the all point. go?
0: Where'd they all go? The other is, why does Freddy have his ex-wife's daughter- instead of his ex-wife because that child's not his technically i don't understand why Freddie was granted custody it doesn't make (laughs) sense maybe she's a really irresponsible mother i mean maybe but just talk about i don't understand
1: just they do they do mention it later on in the series okay okay well i'm i guess i'm talking too early all right number three number three number three number three (laughs) what what's number three you know what number three is. Is it the fact that Spencer has zero money issues and isn't that good an artist? Yes. You know what? It's going to be because I didn't have a number three. So I waited oh, until somebody no. else filled in the blank for me.
0: Number three is that Spencer doesn't have... Uh, well, actually, he sold like... They, they talk about how he... Was it just the marshmallow sculpture that I melted? Think so. That melted that sold for that much that he was able to buy the entire apartment complex
1: from? Did he buy the complex or just his apartment? I thought he owned the whole building. Oh, that explains a lot. I thought, I thought. That would explain how he makes income, too, because then he just yeah. Like, oh, he charges Yeah, well oh, that makes rent. sense. So I guess it's not that unrealistic. Oh,
2: no, wait, no, no, wait. So Spencer's the villain because he's a Spencer, landlord?
1: Spencer became a oh, landlord. Oh, no, that, oh, That's no. the unrealistic thing, that Spencer would be a villain because he's a landlord. Oh, that's true. That's and they're true. playing
2: him as a sympathetic character. Yeah, okay, oh. there we go.
0: You know what? I'm glad we talked this through because now we have number three, mm-hmm. which is Spencer is the villain because he has become a landlord. <laughs> it doesn't fit the original character. He used to be such a fun guy, but now,
1: I don't know. Yeah. I still think the best bit in iCarly was when they brought the dude who played Fred. You remember the the Fred yeah. yeah. When they brought him on, and they did like a two-minute sequence where they were all pretending to be Fred. And like Spencer has an ostrich with him, and he's holding it with a smoothie. And, and they're like, what do you got there? He's like, smoothie. Smoothie. I, I think that's the best bit for my Carly. You can fight me on that one. There's nothing better than that.
2: What about the one where Gibby falls from the
1: ceiling and goes, Gibby! <laughs> that one's <laughs> pretty good, but like, this is, it's a smoothie. And then he's like, this ostrich thinks I'm a lady and we're getting married.
0: Yo, what about when Carly finds out that Sam and Freddy kissed and that they didn't tell her? <gasps> mm, that's true. <gasps> Sean, do you have anything
2: else that you've been watching? Um, I was trying to think about it. I think the answer is honestly, no. So I looked up, uh, that the, the roster for the Nickelodeon fighting game got released and the full roster, or at least it got leaked. They, they think right now it's a pretty full roster. And Holy I think the most shit. interesting thing that I saw now. was, um, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, uh, we have Leonardo. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Michelangelo. Okay. And then April O'Neil. Interesting and that's that's it as far as this seems to suggest huh. that they just skip over the other two turtles like i'm totally cool with april o'neil being in there in there but like just going leonardo michelangelo and then being like all done we got the important ones that's rough
1: i will say though so i played injustice 2 and one of the dlc characters was the teenage mutant ninja turtles which was like really out of left field they were fun to play you don't need to learn all four of them they don't have four distinct enough styles that you really need Mm. all four give me two make two of them fight similar and then and then have them as like alternate skins so it's like i can be leonardo and michelangelo where's my boy donatello
2: where's Raphael?
1: good point whatever i i I think it's fine if they don't include all of the teenage mutant We needed powdered toast,
0: man. Instead, I am gonna be pissed if they do not have Hugh Neutron.
2: Yeah, I will be too. You're going to the shadow realm.
0: I mean, granted, they already have the meme of Nigel Thornberry in there, so like, wow. I kind of understand if they don't put in a second. But he's gotta meme be an dad. assist trophy. And yeah. for what it's yeah. worth, I think that this isn't this wasn't
2: necessarily full roster, but this is everyone on the the box art. Yeah, like okay. an updated a couple days ago it looks like Nintendo yeah, was I like hey here there. it is and then okay. everyone was like no you're not supposed to do that nintendo nintendo there, stop no. watch
0: watch Ni- not nigel watch uh watch you neutron become the Waluigi of this nintendo or I this of uh, this game i Nickelodeon would love game. that i could see it i would adore that
2: i could absolutely see it
1: yo i got to i got to talk to you guys about the final thing that i watched for this week yeah and then we can kind of wrap shit up yeah. but i In the same mind of Venom, I went to watch The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Now, the reason I went to watch this one is because I know I like the Tobey Maguire series. I know I like the Tom Holland series. I wanted to see how well this held up because I remembered enjoying it. First off, he is the least likable Peter Parker I've ever seen in the Spider-Man trilogy, he stalks Gwen Stacy for multiple scenes in the movie. He is ridiculously uncomfortable just in dialogue, and I don't know if that's a writing thing or if that's just the way he was told to act Peter Parker, but it is hard to watch. And then the third thing is just, like, he's too cool at times. Mm-hmm. He'll, like, he skateboards. He, he fucking dunks on Flash Thompson, and you're <laughs> like, that's not Peter Parker. That's a cool poser. And and you never you never like his Peter character, and I remember thinking like, oh, he wasn't that bad. But the amount of times he's stalking Gwen Stacy, like he fucking has her as his computer background, and they barely have spoken. Ooh, that's bad. And it's not even like yeah, but it's not even like that. He he took a photo specifically of her. He zoomed in on her from a yearbook photo that he happened to be working. on. And then he also takes a creepy photo of her. And then in her mind, he follows her to her um, like office of employment. Spider Man, Spider Man. That's pretty rough. That's pretty it's rough. It's so creepy, and it gets worse in the second one, which is which is really bad. So I'm, I'm excited to rewatch that. But I will also say that he is an incredible Spider Man. The action like shots in this movie are really fun to watch. Him versus the lizard is really awesome, especially in the sewer. Mm. I think the initial, like, him just going around and playing around with his new costume and, like, chasing down people, it's fun. Like, he's a really good Mm Spider-Man. The problem is his Peter Parker isn't good enough to hold up with that. So I think if they bring him in for the new Spider-Man movie, like... If they focus less on him as Peter and more on him as Spider Man, it's going to be great.
2: I think I've talked about this, but the the first of that movie is the only time I've ever been in a movie theater where the uh, the reel has caught on
1: fire while I've
2: been there. I think
1: you might have, but I don't remember that.
2: We definitely it's been it's been long enough that I think it's worth bringing up again that I went with my grandparents. You know, whenever that first movie came out, we sat down. The trailers... No, they think the trailers were just over and the movie was just starting. And then at the corners, those little kind of like brown circles appeared. And oh, it just no. consumed the entire film. Oh, no. And then someone had to come out and be like, Hey, we'll get a backup, but it's going to be like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I didn't... I thought that like... I didn't know that happens anymore. But apparently it still can. So there, there's there's Sean's story. That he's too hot. That's why. He's too hot for Peter Parker and he literally uh, burned the 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 film.
0: <laughs> that that happened to me when I saw the Planet of the Apes with James Franco. Ooh, and like, I like that movie. It's a good, it's a good one. And it's like, it's just such a unique experience though, because that can't happen anymore. Because everything is actually digital now. So, I mean, for the most part, everything's digital now. I think I don't think that that is something that could really even occur anymore. Yeah. We. Product of a different da- time, you know what I mean. We could I, I don't just 20. go find and burn some old uh, footage. Or oh, something. that's true. That's true.
2: We should make an 8mm board and browsing episode.
1: <laughs> we could, I guess. I don't know, I don't know what it would entail in creating that. Is it just like an older camera and film? I feel like this is a Samson question. Yeah.
0: I think it's a specific camera and, and needing a specific type of film.
1: Hmm. Well, we can get on that if we get some Patreon money. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Not that we have much to offer the Patreon. Nope. <laughs> but I, I was debating whether I would create something like that. And then I was just like, eh.
2: All right, real quick. I guess we, we've all talked about something movie related, right? Or, or Yeah. So like to close us out, maybe what's the one thing we would contribute to a Patreon? But it, it's it's something that, that it's it's a you thing. Like, it's at this tier, you get something from Danny, Samson, and Sean, and it's something unique to all of us. I go last.
1: Okay. I mean, I think the easiest thing that I could just say, like, I would do is is some cursed Photoshop thing. Mm. Like, I, I was doing that on Twitch for a couple months. I would definitely be able to pick that up again. Samson, what do you got? I'll send you a friendly
0: message directly from me telling you your top three best qualities and your three worst qualities that <laughs> will probably drive people away. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a really good one. See, yes. I was just thinking I will
2: send myself to you. Mm-hmm. As long as you pay for shipping, I will put myself in a box and, and sh- show up. <laughs> and you get, you get to ask me one question. And I have to answer it. That's incredible
1: well anyways guys this has been bored and browsing you can follow us on Instagram at Bored and browsing podcast you can follow us on Twitter at Bored and browse pod you can follow me specifically on Twitter at slothenberg or on Twitch at slothenberger we've now done three episodes of the game show we've got a few more planned coming out they keep going better every time it's a great experience overall so swing on by that if you wanna if you want to check out some man. fun film trivia we're now adding a section where if the chat guesses more right than any of the contestants I'll just give the subscriptions to them. So Whoa. that's fun. And then you can follow Samson on Twitter at the underscore big underscore Boomba, or you can follow him on TikTok at Putnam Boys BK, where they make sketch videos with Sean and occasionally their, their, their other roommate if he shows up. I don't know if that, that'll that happen. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. And then, Sean, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me fist fighting a USPS
2: uh, officer to get myself back into one of the, the boxes. <laughs> and then I'm on my way.
1: Well, I'm on my way. On oh, my way. I don't know where I'm going. Oh, it's a different song you doing. My way.
2: I'm doing Talking Heads.
1: I that's would not, like to. That's not the Talking Heads. What is
2: it? Oh no, it's the Roots. Yeah.
1: Also, uh, next next week, next week, I'm gonna talk about Rick and Morty. I know the finale just aired. I saw it. I didn't think it would be good to talk about because you guys haven't seen it yet, and it's got it progresses the plot forward a lot. Ooh. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Stay tuned for that. We'll catch you all next time. Bye. Bye.